romance nerds, did you know January is considered National Book Blitz Month? Nope. Don't feel bad if you didn't. I hadn't either. It's intended to be a reminder of all the books you've bought, stuck on your shelf, and then never got around to reading. So Jackie and I are taking the opportunity to publicly shame ourselves (laughs) into omitting some of the books we really need to get around to reading and hopefully finally blitz them off our TBR. So, And in any case, hopefully these sound good to you too. They're also at the library. But even as librarians, we spend too much on books and my wallet is currently crying at me. So I really need to be like, come on, Jen. So this is my come to Jesus moment. Thank you for sharing it with me. It's a good time to have a book buying ban. And I'm going to I'm going to start off by admitting that, you know, this is pretty embarrassing. But this is a book I bought back in high school, early college, somewhere around there. And I just never got around to reading it. But I'm going to finally fix that now and okay. read it this year. Okay. Yeah. Cresley Cole's Poison Princess oh. is a YA series that would have actually have been appropriate for me no. to read at that age. Instead of the very adult romances from her I was reading instead. So, oops. But it's a post-apocalyptic world where 16-year-old Evie realizes she's been having visions that predict the future. (gasps) Of course, she teams up with the town bad boy. Uh, And the whole mm. thing is gearing up to an epic battle between good and evil. It still sounds pretty good to me today. I still love Cresley Cole. I think this is finally the year I blow all that dust off the pages and grab it from my shelf. It's interesting because that sounds very much so like something that would have been popular when we were in high school. Yeah, it was. I think she definitely wrote it too. (laughs) It even has like a whole thing with tarot cards in there apparently. Oh, so 2008. Yeah, it was when all those adult romance authors were trying their hand at YA. Like Gina Showalter has got like kind of the same thing going on. Sherilyn Kenyon. Yeah, so now it's time for me to actually uh, read the book I bought. Okay. All right. Way back Um, when I was a child. Well, I have a bad habit of, okay, you're going to also laugh at this because I make fun of you for almost the exact same thing. What? I, I don't a, make fun of you for anything. No. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> I have a bad habit of really getting into a series after it's come out, by, but before it's completely finished. So I just mm-hmm. buy whatever's available and then speed me, like speed through them and eagerly await the next book. I buy the next book when it comes out and then I never. No, but that's so easy to do. I don't get what it is. I think it is. Like, you just forget what happened. And it just seems like such a big jump to get back into it. Literally. Case in point, I still haven't read The War of Two Queens by Jennifer Lynn Armantrout, which is book four in the From Blood and Ash Mm -hmm. series, even though I own the special edition and both of the books in the spinoff, which I also haven't read. And at this point, like you said, I have to go back and reread the rest of the trilogy in order to remember what happened before The War of Two Queens. And that's like... They're like 600 page books. Mm-hmm. That's 1800 pages I have to get through. And I really just need to like dedicate myself to this. It's on my goal list. So hopefully I get to it. But if you've, sorry. No, that's fair. Cause I was going to tell you, I can't make fun of you. Cause it's, it's so understandable. I do the same thing. I don't know what's going on in my brain where I'm like, no, I, it's not time yet. Yeah. I went through all these other thousands of pages of the series and it's just, it's not time. It's like, cause now I have to go back and reread it's it. Like cause a, I can't remember anything. It's almost like a momentum thing. Yeah. Like once you yeah. stop. You don't want to keep going. An object in motion stays in motion. Exactly. I think it's almost better sometimes to wait for the whole series to end, yeah. but I get that that drives the author crazy because it's like it doesn't help their sales. And it's like there's interest. all this it's hype, like, especially yeah. around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, I just can't do it. Well, if you've never read the From Blood Nash series, um, it's a new take on fantasy vampires and werewolves with immortal kings and queens battling out over territories. In the first book, the heroine Poppy is the chosen one. Literally, she was raised as a maiden all her life. She's sequestered off from everyone until the day of her ascension when she'll join the gods. Only everything goes pear-shaped when her new bodyguard, Hawk, ends up being dangerously attractive. They always are. And offers her worlds beyond the closed doors of the palace. Poppy ends up having to choose between her kingdom, her life, and her future. And the world building in the series is honestly really phenomenal. Um, it, there's just a lot 
So, yeah. Beautiful. Thanks. So I loved the first two books in the series, and I have no excuses for why I haven't gotten around to the third or the fourth or the fifth. <laughs> but well, I don't know. I am damaged as a person, I guess. <laughs> but I really need to get on to Devil in Spring by Lisa Claypass. I feel like we don't talk enough about her, but she's just such a great Regency romance author. She's been loved for decades, and I just really enjoy her Ravenel series. It's a little newer. It's not as well known, but I really have loved it better than her mm-hmm. older stuff, honestly. I think I'm not as nostalgic like other people are about the old things is it actually victoria no it is it is still regency i'm sorry yeah technically it's like right on the verge though yeah because there's a big plot point in the second about how he owns one of the first like malls almost yeah department stores yeah department stores it's like the first series Mm -hmm. so this one follows sister pandora who is not interested (laughs) in a husband instead she wants to sell her board games and run a business i love her so she gets trapped in a marriage of convenience with a guy she'd rather have nothing to do with gabriel who of course is obsessed with her and wants everything to do with her so the plot summary says she gets into danger somehow thanks to her entrepreneurial endeavors and i've just been dying to know how you get yourself into trouble because of board games (laughs) or like i don't know what she does or doesn't do but i need to know yeah pandora like she opens the box yeah like i get it she's very aptly named Mm -hmm. i really love the characters and the world in this series so i have no idea why i haven't kept going i think it's like I really reread the second one so much yeah. that I don't really want to move on yet. Yes, I love the second one. It's so good. If uh, a bonus, if you're into audiobooks, the narrator does a really good job with this series. Oh, okay. That's good so to know. There's a good little plug. Mm-hmm. Um, my last one that I'm really hoping to finally cross off my shelves this year is The Inadequate Air by Daniel Jensen. It's another a fantasy series and another series that I haven't finished, even though I own it. It's a spinoff from the Bridge Kingdom duology, which was one of my favorite reads from 2021. It's set in a world divided by weather and storms where the only way to get from one country to another is across a dangerous bridge i know it sounds silly but it takes days to travel um and it's lorded over by the king of maradrina in bridge kingdom Lara is an assassin who is married off to the king um, for the sole purpose of killing him of course they end up falling in love and they incite a war that is where inadequate air starts it's what happens during and after the war and features a new set of characters so in inadequate air zara is the heir to Valkata, a war uh, the country that is at war with Maradrina, and she takes her oath to her country very seriously. She's a warrior princess. Yet a chance encounter with an anonymous and handsome Maradrinian soldier causes Zara to question whether the violence she's perpetrated is justice or a crime. It's also a very uh, spicy scene, that you know, this encounter, um, in a jail cell. So fun times and as she continues to meet the nameless man each night she finds common ground and fiery passion in his arms when his identity is revealed zara has to decide whether to follow war or give in to peace cool Mm. fingers crossed we finally blitz through these books and get them off our shelves now that we've called ourselves out (laughs) we hope you guys take some time to read along you know pick up a forgotten book that has been stuck on yourselves too Mm -hmm. let's all inspire each other to do better and if you don't feel like it don't forget, you can always check out something new at the library. Just remember, for every book you read that you own, you can buy another one. Or you could read a book that you already own and go to the library. Well, no, I'm saying read the one you already own, mm-hmm. cross it off, yeah. and then you can buy one and go to the library. There you go. That's the solution. Because, okay, you know, we, we buy books, too, just for you. I get I, That's true. So I love buying books for you. Yes. It's one of my favorite things to I do. buy books for me and then hope you read them, too. <laughs> so, Anyways, Jen, what do we always say? Rage on! Bye, guys. Okay, I think we're good now. Yeah, I think my cord was just loose. Oh, okay, so I'm good? Yeah. You're good to go? Okay, we're ready. One more.